The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to have you here with us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Can you even imagine living a life of peace, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality? I don't know about you, but when I say that, this whole feeling, my my body just starts to relax and start to obey those commands. So it's a wonderful thing. (laughs) So you're in the right place with the right people today as we talk and let you know that yes, it is possible. It is so possible for you to have a life of peace every day. Yes, you deserve peace every day. And yes, yes, you can have peace every day. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. And today is no exception to our rule. We have a fabulous guest with us today, Loretta Brown. She is the owner of Reiki Oasis. She is a healer, a teacher, a messenger. She is just phenomenal. She has an amazing radio show, um, the original Loretta Brown show, which I have been an honored guest of. You just don't want to know, or you maybe you do, check out her show. The uh, amazing <laughs> guest that she has on there. So I was uh, just just thrilled and honored to be on her show. And I'm humbly honored to have her here today because today we're talking about a topic that is, has become near and dear to my heart, which is about moving forward in our life and not being stuck and using all of the tools available to us to do just that. So welcome to the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. Loretta, we're happy to have you. Thank you. It's an honor and a privilege and always a joy to be with you. Woohoo! Oh, you're so kind. You're so <laughs> kind. So before we, we got just an hour together and it, this is a packed topic. It really is. And yeah. so I want to just start off and give our uh, listeners a little background information as much as you want to share before we get into this, well, this highly anticipated topic. So let's you know, give us a little background about you. Well, I'll I'll keep it brief because, you know, I've lived 85 lifetimes in one lifetime is what I always tell people. 
Um, I was born in a little town in Oregon, and I was raised in, in the church. I went to church all the time, and I always loved God, but I was a little strange, um, only in that I could always see angels and had these personal experiences with, um, you know, God and divine, and kind of spent my whole life trying to figure out whether the gifts I was given were okay to use or not. And so it has been a lifetime. There came a point in my life where um, I was trying as hard as I could to hide my gifts. And even when I was doing that, people were coming to me and they were asking me, like, Loretta, what's going on? And what do the angels say? And what is Jesus saying? And what's coming up? And what do we need to be concerned about? And how do we navigate this? And could you help us? So I kind of got to the point where I just kind of, <laughs> I say I came out of the spiritual closet and I just told people what I was up to and was very afraid. And I've been nothing but been blessed since that time. Um, I was told a long time ago that if your heart is in the right place and if you are truly serving God or that higher force, and, and by the way, to the listeners, I don't have a problem saying God. So, you know, I always tell my listeners out here, people come from all religions, and I'm not trying to um, talk you into something or out of something. So please use, you know, the divine name that makes sense to you. But we also know that when we are in alignment with what we're here to do, that we will have the gifts of the Spirit. And those are <laughs> are good across the board, all around the world. And there's things like love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance. And couldn't we use a little more of that right now, Drayvon? Maybe we could sprinkle it. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I lived yeah. overseas for a long time um, teaching music in Saudi Arabia. And then I came back to the United States and had a massive, a lot of things happen in my life to where I was directed to open my um, my business, my healing business, and also to do my radio show because I wanted to be able to bring, to provide a platform for what I call is the good news, right? And that get, good news can come from all people, um, uh, all kinds of wonderful, amazing people to include your show, yourself or on my show, sharing what is from their heart. And for me, well, that's kind of what it's all about. So, oh, that's anyway. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I hear that a lot. People being um, a bit bashful about sharing their their gift because maybe it doesn't line up or it doesn't look like what they believe that the traditional mm -hmm. church wants uh, it to look like. But I, I'm so encouraged that you found within yourself to say, you know, I am also created by the same creator. And these are the, we all have gifts, every, each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. and I love the fact that you brought that up. And so, um, you know, it takes courage to say, these are my gifts. And whether or not, you know, you think they're odd, or you don't necessarily agree with them, these are the gifts given to me. And it makes me think oftentimes when my kids were little, we used to, um, read this book Joseph and the coat of many colors and of course yeah, he was yeah. you know in the bible and had the dream that caused you know sent his life down a, that pathway he told his brother his father to dream and you know how he was his brothers would bow down to him one day but he had a gift and his, one of his gifts was the interpretation of dreams and uh, I remember being in a bible study 
oh gosh, this may be 20 years ago. And I, yeah, I was pregnant with my daughter and she's 20 now. So, uh, and the Bible study teacher says, well, no one, you know, don't believe that people can be given messages in a dream. And I said, well, that's exactly what happened to John Joseph, you know, <laughs> that he gave his message in a dream. And so uh, it leads me to say this. My whole point is that this is that we all have, I believe that we each and one of us has our own personal relationship with with um, however we call that divine being, your Lord and Savior, your divine being. But not, but to be maybe open because you just never know what you may hear that will deepen your relationship with your Savior. And that's really what this is all about. This journey is all about to deepen that relationship. So I'm excited for today's topic because as I was sharing with you before we went on the air. I have a very dear friend. We've been friends for, gosh, oh, over 30 years, well over 30 years. And uh, we went out to lunch this weekend. And just as girlfriends do, talking about everything under the sun and nothing <laughs> all at the same time, our topic ended up on astrology and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. just understanding what what this message is and how how could we use uh is this an untapped resource, you know, that the modern day, you know, uh, woman or person, you know, professional is not using? I go back and I think about in my in my grandmother's house, there was always a farmer's almanac, always a farmer's almanac, right? Which I never thought that yeah. to be odd or anything, you know, but now in my own home, I've never had a farmer's almanac. and But I can remember my mom saying things about the farmer's almanac or about the moon and the position of that. And all of these things, I think sometimes maybe we've gotten so sophisticated in our um, in our thinking that there may be some tools that we just might be missing out on that could help guide us a bit clear on our pathway. So with that being said, I, this is not my expertise. This is your expertise. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You have no idea. So excited to have you here today to Thank just you. hear, yeah. you know, where we've been, where we're going, what's this tool that we could be missing out on, how we could take yeah. advantage of it, whatever it is you want to teach us, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for your graciousness and your generous heart and also for your listeners to be listening Um, The first thing I want to say is that everything does come from that one creator, and each one of us has the right to, quote-unquote, test the spirits or the information. I think one of the issues that we run into with astrology and and psychics and all of this stuff, and and I will say this because um, there are um, uh, false people out there, right, there are, are people that are not in alignment with the higher uh, powers that be. And so it's always good to be a little bit careful with what we open ourselves up to. So having said that, um, you're safe with me. <laughs> as far as I know, you're absolutely safe with me, right? I am a very genuine person, and I go through life, and I look at astrology in a couple of different ways. We know that as we're on our path in life, that there will be those messages that come to us in one weird way or another. I call them the signs or the symbols along the way. And many, many people have experienced these things where, you know, and I'll get to astrology in a minute, but let's say that you hear these stories of, 
people, you know, like they're out on a back road and they run out of gas and there's no one around. And then suddenly there's someone there with a gas can that gives them gas. And then when they turn around, these people are gone. And they're like, what just happened? Right? Mm -hmm. And I call that angels, angels unawares. But we also know that we will get messages in, in strange ways. Like if we're not on our path or we're going down a wrong road, it can be as strange as, you know, you're talking to someone and out of the blue, they just simply say, you know, have you ever wondered whether you're going in the right direction? And you're going, oh, my goodness, I was just thinking that, right? And so we know that God, divine uh, creator, whoever that is, can work through any of us. That Really, that can happen. But when we get into astrology, we're actually entering into astronomy, which is the even more ancient, and we're, we're taking a look at what are the energies that are affecting us based on the positions of the planets in the sky. Now, there is a reflective quality to as above, so below, right? And when we take a look at, um, like, for instance, if I've traveled all over the world and I've been to many, many churches, many, many temples, many, many holy places, and one thing that we've discovered is that it's not arbitrary where they have built them, that they are built on the crossing of energy lines, uh, and, and there's a reason for that, because when we enter into that sacred place, be it a church or wherever, our energy is lifted. And it's sort of like when you pray or you sing or you're joyous, you're lifted. And this is an energy. So what happens when we look up into the sky? I remember being a little girl laying in the yard with my dad, and he'd say, there's Pegasus, and there's the Big Dipper, right? And there's Orion. And it was so much fun to lay in the yard and look at the sky and wonder about it. And we would have things like wish upon a star, right? You know, starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. You know, little things that we did. But if we want to go even deeper, these stars and these planets, like you say, were created and placed in the sky for our benefit. In Genesis 1.14, and for those of you that are not Bible people, I apologize. Even on my radio show, I'm always throwing Bible, Bible stuff out there. But in Genesis 1.14, it says, God said, let there be lights in the heavens and let them be for signs. Right? We also know that people navigate with the stars. There's something going on with them. In Luke 21, 25, which is the New Testament of the Bible, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he said, because they're talking about the things that will be coming, and he said, there shall be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And he's basically saying, take a look. And then we also know that during the birth of Christ, you know, because we've got the uh, Christmas coming up here, um, uh, that the three wise men followed a star in the sky. They were astronomers. They were astrologers. They were, they were looking in the heavens, and they were saying there's something unusual going on. Let's follow it. Let's go find out what it is about. So in the show today, I, I, I have to tell you, there is so much going on 
not only on planet Earth, right, but in the skies and the weather of, of transformation is here. I sometimes tell people we are in an evolution of consciousness, and I hope it's not a revolution, right? Because a lot of the stuff going on in the sky, skies, the last time that this stuff happened was, well, one of them was when Martin Luther put up his letters and, and we had the Protestant Revolution, right? So we have, I guess what I would say, signs and symbols that we can take a look at. Now, I have so much that I'm kind of going to ask you, what would you like me to focus on? Because um, we can go with what's happening between, you know, October, between now and the end of the year. And we can even talk about what are what's some of the star the star gazing things the star weather as i call it for 2021 to 2022 where would you like well, me to focus yeah i i am a uh, one bite at a time ele- elephant eater of a girl you know so Good. for me yep. and and i so i think we got to get the people and 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 by get the people i mean give them information and let them know what 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 can we expect in october to finish out this year and then we get through this year we got to have you back <laughs> we have to have you back <laughs> absolutely have to have you back because this is information that is so useful so let's focus on, on, on finishing the year strong or Finishing the year, when I say strong, I mean, because I do believe that knowledge is power. When you have, the yeah. more information you have, the more tools you have, right? And right. Uh, so, right. yeah, it, let's let's do that. And maybe I'll get a chance to share my own little story with you guys for this weekend. But, but I'm so I'd excited. Love it. I'd love it. Jump in anytime. Interrupt <laughs> me anytime because I'm a, a a girl that just knows how to talk. I <laughs> can't. That makes it two of us. That makes two of us. So we're in the right place doing the right thing. Right. So we'll just kind of, um, yeah, I think we'll we'll stick with October, November, December. Get everybody clear okay. on what we're doing here, and then we'll open up fresh in January. That sounds good. I have one of those families where at the dinner table, everyone talks over the top of each other, and we all know what's going on, but no one else does, right? It's one of those things. So That's my family, too. Anybody's Eddie- talking at the same yeah. time, and you and you feel jet right at home, don't you? Like, this is it. Yeah, we have a I great do. time. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I like, come on, let's just talk. Let's talk. You know, it's not going to be the end of the world. So let's talk about October, because today is October 12th, right? The month of October, and I, I may have to back up just a little bit and fill in just a couple of things about the year 2020 um, to kind of set the stage for October, but I'll do it easily. I'll do it gracefully, and I'll try to slow down so I don't talk so fast, right? The year 2020 has been, as you all know, rather tumultuous, and it began with this really kind of crazy energy that started in January, which was a, a massive conjunction in the sky. And it was, I don't know, it, everybody was looking at it. Everybody knew that it was coming. And it was called the Saturn-Pluto-Jupiter conjunction. Like I say, the last time this happened was in 1518, and to, which was when Martin Luther nailed his 95 Thesis to the church door and began the Protestant Revolution. And there were other things that came. There were plagues that happened at that time. There was war. So there was unease. And so when we took a look at that before 2020 ever came in, those of us looking at the skies, we went, oh, my goodness, we're in for some 
changes. Now, having that happen once is bad enough, but we've actually had it twice already this year. And the third conjunction coming up, and conjunction's just a fancy name for planets uh, playing with each other in an unfriendly manner sometimes, <laughs> right? But the next time that this comes up, uh, we have it um, right after November, right after the elections. And then we have a massive event coming up on December 21st. So I'm just kind of laying a little flavor of that over the whole year. And so coming into October, we've already gone through a whole lot of things this year. We've had all kinds of eclipses. We've had all kinds of bad stormy weather. At one point, and I'll just say this so people understand, at one point, mostly during the summer, we had six planets going, looking like they were going backwards in the sky. Now, planets don't actually go backwards in the sky. We call that retrograde. Many people have heard of Mercury retrograde. And that just simply means the energies are moving backwards and they're making you revisit something. So for the month of October, we have three massive things with the moon. We actually began with a full moon on Aries on October 1st. And that was a super moon that was um, really, really close to the the earth. And a super moon just means it's bigger than normal because it's closer to the earth, right? I actually saw that, that moon. Did you? Yeah. It was beautiful. And it caught people's attention. People went, oh, my goodness, look at that, right? Yeah. We love that that big, beautiful moon. That was my reaction. Yeah. Yeah. But that moon was in a very fiery place in the sky called Aries. And Aries is is, uh, known to be kind of impulsive, can get angry. It's ruling planet Mars. And I'm sorry if I'm talking too lofty. I'll try to bring it down to Earth for people so they understand. It just was in a volatile energy. So it's very fiery. We are going to be having a second full moon in the month of October on the 31st. That's Halloween. And anytime you have two full moons in one month, it's not that common. And it's called a blue moon. So we're going to have something happen this month that only happens once in a blue moon. (laughs) No, it makes me laugh. <laughs> That's right. also a blue moon. What blue moon, right? You know, um, but that blue moon is going to be in the sign of Taurus for those people that know what I'm talking about, and that is a a grounded energy. Um, but what this moon brings in is it it it's going to increase our connection to the divine realms people are going to be feeling more intuitive those of you that do that um, some of you will have dreams some of you will feel uneasy because we also have a very turbulent energy uh, kind of lying over the top of October we have the the turbulent energy of the planet Uranus Uranus is the planet of surprises and it is quite often sudden shocking surprises so get ready for halloween this year there may be some surprises on the way it's the season for unexpected things and we've been working for that all year i think many of us out there are wanting to know the truth 
what is the truth, what is going on, where are we headed, and all of these energies are helping to bring that to the forefront. Now, tomorrow, which is October 13th, as I mentioned earlier, Mercury, which is the planet of communication. I want you to notice that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be helpful as I mention the name of the planet. I tell you what it stands for because they all stand for something different. But Mercury is about communication. And it's going to be going backward in a, in a difficult place in the sky because it's going into the sign of Scorpio. Scorpio is sometimes a little rough because Scorpio wants to know the truth. It's going to go back down in, and uh, it's also joining Mars, which is going backwards, which is an angry planet of, of war and conflict, right? And it's going to make us really revisit some things. It's basically saying to us, you know, you keep looking outside yourself for the answers, but you need to go inside yourself now to find the answers. That means go into prayer, go into meditation, go in and ask for uh, guidance and help. You know, like I said earlier, we are in a time of evolution of consciousness. And my easy way of saying that is that we're moving from head focus, like being in the head, down into heart-centered living. This is the time of the heart. And it's also one of the reasons why everybody's hearts are hurting so much. I I am a peaceful person. I, I really love people. Um, I want everyone to get along. And when I see violence and I see anger and, and things like that, I sometimes go home and cry. Maybe you do that too. And I'm like, why can't we just love each other? Why can't we just get along? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So looks- this energy. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, and I, I am that way too. So this is why my heart quickened a little bit when you said this October 13th, this, um, you know, we're going to have the, this Mercury, I guess, going backwards, you know, and that's communication. It's going to be going to into the space where there's, I guess, you know, and, I, and I, again, I'm a novice. So uh, where we have the... Uh, you're, you're saying it just right. Yeah. Truth, you know, there's going to be the truth meeting, and I know that Mars is like like the warring kind of planet. I've I've read that, yeah, and that um, you know, there's there's wanting the truth, and and I guess coming to terms with it almost seems like real maybe like a reckoning to realize that you're not gonna find truth outside of yourself. Yeah. Right? We're always, you know, and I include myself in that. Sometimes we're always looking for someone else to have the answer, guide the way. And it's okay to have guides, but really there's there's no substitute for this work that we have to do that is yeah. in the silence, that I call it, that work in the silence that you do and you commune with, with nature or with the universe or with God, however you want to call it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be right back. I hear, I hear the, um, the the theme song I coming for our first we'll break. We'll be right back. So we'll be right back after this break. We're talking to Loretta Brown. We're talking about moving your life forward by using all of the tools you have available to you today. More after this break.
Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. I'm super excited for for the information that we're sharing today with our wonderful guest, Loretta Brown. We're learning about what's happening. What's the weather going up there in the stars? What's going on up there? And what is the implication? How, how could we use that information to... Um, and I'm going to say the word intelligently navigate some decisions in our life. So in the break, I was telling Loretta that I w- I'm born under the zodiac sign of cancer. That's uh, so that's my I think my sun sign. I don't know the terminology exactly, but so when I hear this forecast in the weather that there's that there could be some trouble with communication, I will tell you as Loretta was talking and giving that. I didn't even have to think about it. I felt myself sort of brace inside. I felt, you know, I'm a person <laughs> of the theater. You guys know I'm, I'm an actress. And I felt myself go into this next role. Okay, now this is where we're going to be. We're going to go into ourself. We're going to watch our conversations, <laughs> very minimalistic, very lower our tone, be very soft as we communicate because we don't want to get caught <laughs> In the crossfires. But so, you know, I think that, and I would say I'm laughing at this, but this is really what my body did in response to the words. It wasn't my Mm -hmm. head. I felt my body respond to this. Also, another thing that I was telling Loretta during the break, I hope that um, a lot of us will take this away from it too. So when you know that uh, there's going to be a possibility of there being some energy that could be a little um, charged, we'll say charged, That to me says, hey, Drayvon, this is not the time to forego meditation and prayer. This is the time to really utilize those tools to keep myself grounded. This is the time to spend more time in nature and more time with self. So I hope that that will help somebody, especially us cancers. And I I know if you're listening to the show and you're a cancer, you probably felt that little thing in your stomach that said, hey, we know what we're going to (laughs) do. So we're excited to get back with Loretta and just figure out where we're all where we're going with this and and how to utilize this to our good. Yeah, I love so much what you said and and I want to reiterate on the air. You know, we all are unique and individual, and it is all right to be born uh, under the sign of cancer as the crab that wants to go in. And it's all right to be born under the sign of Aries and want to put on your warrior gear and go out there, right? And thank goodness we have people to be on the front lines and people to keep the home fires burning because we we need all of that. Um, I was kind of mentioning before the break that, you know, just to be a little bit of a uh, spoiler alert, right? Um, for the years coming up, and especially as we transition through the end of this year into 2021, we are truly being called to work together. And in in this evolution of consciousness where we are moving away from, I'm going to say survival of the fittest, we're moving away from that. We're seeing that doesn't really work we are being called and I think we're being called by our spirits, by our hearts, by God, by our heart song to hold hands and to be forgiving and loving. And how can we do this different now? Right. How oh, can we do that this resonates now? with me? 
I, that mm-hmm. resonates with me. And isn't this, there's no better time than right now. Yeah. Right now to yeah. learn I have, to work together. Yeah. I have a shirt and on the front of it, it says in a world where you can choose anything, choose to be kind. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Choose yeah. to be kind because it's easy. We don't have to, all agree to be kind. No, yeah, we don't have to. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of compassion and recognizing that everybody is scared and everybody's hurting and everybody's got their own problems. And and goodness, you know, maybe we could just help a little bit, you know. So it's just the way I am. It's always my, uh, I repeat this message over and over and over and over again. All you're being asked to do is light your little candle and if you light other people's candle, your candle will not go out. And that's how we do it. That's what we're being called to do. Oh, I love so, that. To light each other's yeah. candle, light someone's candle, and your candle won't go out. Isn't that's that's the yeah. that's the beautiful model for service. We're all here for service. That's it. And every candle, it only takes one little candle to to light up a dark room. People are so afraid of the darkness or the evil. And I go, you don't need to fear it. Light your candle. Just light your candle. That's all you got to do. And it may take some work to do that, by the way, which is a lot of the work that I do with people is trying to help them <laughs> light their candle and shine their own radiance and share their gifts, you know, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's a whole nother thing. Um that's a whole nother thing, but it actually plays into what's happening right now. I, w- I was mentioning that tomorrow, October 13th, Mercury goes retrograde in the sign of Scorpio, meaning it's going to be moving backwards. And I want to also mention that Mars, the angry planet of war or, or revolution or evolution, has been retrograde in Aries since September and tomorrow, Mercury joins Mars, and there's going to be a little bit of a slowdown effect. Um, I was mentioning to Drayvon that Mars is in its domicile, meaning Mars is at home with Aries. We've got fire, fire with a fiery planet. This energy is difficult. It is about power struggles. And we also have something called a Mars-Pluto square, and I'm not going to go too far into that, but Pluto, the planet of transformation, we sometimes call him the dark lord of the underworld. He oversees what's called the dark night of the soul, which is where the soul is tested to find out what you're made of. We're all going through it right now, right? And this energy has been laying over the our uh, laying over us for a while, and it's so it's bringing power struggles, abuse of power on the world stage. It may even be that you found yourself in a place where there's an increased need for you to step up and claim your power back. So if you personally have been feeling oppressed in any area of your life, the energies right now, the alignment maybe triggering that for you and we can see that around us right and so what i tell people is remember to breathe remember to reach out for help remember to pray and seek the answers deep within you or through your spiritual practices there is inner guidance there is an inner voice and and this energy mars retrograde in scorpio is going to ha- go from now tomorrow until election day 
when Mars is moving backwards, there is an increased chance of misunderstandings in communication. There's an increase in the likelihood of confusion and delays surrounding our upcoming already problematic election. So, oh, how do we how do we how do we come around that? Well, by keeping our vibration high, and remember, we are greater than the stars. We have been given the ability to stay positive, to step back, to um, you know, like I say, count to ten before you blow up. And give the other person a chance to speak. Really listen. This is a time of listening. So Mercury is not just about talking. It's about listening. And I think we really need to be doing that. Yeah. 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 And I love what you said. Um, you know, we we still have choice. We always have choice. Of course. Of course we have choice, right? And I, someone once said to me, remember that the stars impel. They don't compel. Right. So they tell you what yeah. you know, this could happen, but yeah. it's not necessarily yeah. has to happen. Now you have a tool and you say, OK, so yeah. now that I know, you know, like my my cancerian body just did when I heard the news about potential conflict, my body said, whoops, <laughs> not going to participate. <laughs> right? And so uh, but we have choice. Right. And, and, I, and I'm so right. glad right. you mentioned this. And I just yeah. want to say this, too. I'm so glad for variety and diversity in in everything and personalities and character mm-hmm. traits mm-hmm. because we need each and every one of these experiences this is my belief and you can let me know how you feel about that but i believe we need each and every experience we need each and every personality type all of these things because this is our growth and development if we choose to do so that also is a choice we can choose to just you know, count it all bad and say, you know what, I'm just not going to do anything. It's horrible. Or we can say, you know what, that didn't feel so great, but here's what I learned. And here's Mm -hmm. how I'm going to use that to, here's my phrase, to consciously get to my next level of greatness. Everything's usable. Everything is usable. Right. And it takes all types of people to help us along the journey. They say it takes a village to raise a child. And I honestly believe it takes a village to do everything. We need the people who are going to be on the front lines and making the noise and, you know, making it um, the injustices heard and seen. And we need those people who are in the background who are, you know, want to hunker down with prayer and meditation and holding the space. So that when this ends and we go into the next place, it's already prepared for us. Right? Yeah. So I think I, I think these I, things are important. I so love what you said. I, I completely agree. Um, I've always felt that uh, the creator, the Lord, the almighty God, whoever that is that created us, knows exactly what they're doing. And, and with almost 8 billion people on the planet, we are not carbon copies of each other. And the very best thing we could do is discover who we are and then um, fulfill that. And I really do believe my, my grandmother was one of these people that prayed for everybody, right? And years ago, mm-hmm. somebody said to me, they said, Loretta, how are you so successful? And I was thinking, well, I did this and I did that marketing. And, and the, the woman stopped me and she looked me straight in the eye and gave me such a beautiful lesson. She said, you need to stop right there because you do not know how many people have prayed for you so that oh. you could be that voice out there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of those people is your grandmother, right? Yeah, my mother is that person oh. too. She's always praying yeah. for people and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we, we are always in, we're always humbled. You know, we've got to watch out for the ego. That's the truth. But um, yeah, there, we need people out front. We need people in the middle. We need people in the back. And one of the things I do with people is try to help them figure out or find out what part of this evolution, this transition, this big thing we're going through, which by the way, um, <clears throat> spoiler alert, what is happening right now is going to take 33 years to unfold. Now, we will unfold some things next year and the year after, but we're in, we just entered into a 33-year cycle. We just ended a 33-year cycle. We're entering another one. So that means that we need everybody. We need you, and you're vital, and you're important. And even if all you do is sing a song and, and draw stick figures, we need you to do that, right? Do what brings your heart joy and what, what inspires you, because that's really what um, you were born to do. That was planted in you before you got here. And, uh, yeah, we just need to do it. It's easier right, said see, than done. <laughs> yeah, right. But but with the, utilizing the tools, I think when we know better, we do better. And every little inch of better we do creates, a, a, I think, years of more comfort in our life. So something that you just, just said, and my body did not respond, but my head did this time, that we're <laughs> entering into a 33-year cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And that fascinates mm-hmm. me that, so this 33-year cycle, I, I'm hoping and praying that I <laughs> that it's not going to be <laughs> Uh, this Mercury and Mars. No, 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 no. Um, What I was alluding to was the conjunction that I alluded to earlier about the Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter conjunction. Conjunctions represent beginnings. And when two planets join together, they establish distinct blueprints for humanity to follow until the next synodic conjunction, right? So that means that this current Saturn-Pluto cycle that just began in 2020 is going to unfold in stages for a little over 33 years. And that to me is actually exciting because even though it's beginning with this kind of intensified clash energy, it doesn't end with that. And very quickly in the next year or two, we're going to find ourselves, um, oh, I don't know, sharing our gifts. We're going to be doing some things in a much better way. And I think that if any of us are honest, I mean, I'm kind of lazy, I've got to admit. I, I do the same thing everybody does. My clients all do it. They're like, Loretta, I just want it to go back the way they were. I'll make them go back the way they were, right? And it's like, <laughs> well, but... We're not going to be exactly the same because how could we possibly be the same after everything we've gone through with the pandemic and COVID and, and, and the protesting and, and everything, right? Anytime mm-hmm. that we go through a time of challenge, um, we don't come out exactly the same. But what we are doing is we're, we're working very hard, and I should say that this is what I recommend to people, that instead of looking at all of these things as obstacles, right, look at them as opportunities to do things a little different. It's just remodeling. That's all it is. 
And yeah. when you remodel, you got to tear the wall down, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. what's behind the wall, I think it, it, at least I'm choosing to be the optimistic individual here. And it sounds like you did, you know, you said this is the way it's starting. It's not the way that it's ending. But what I do hear right. is perhaps this is going to be a time uh, for those of us who are uh, maybe not so uh, comfortable or not, not, not so apt to speak our mind or to stand up for something that we believe in. I think this energy sounds as though maybe bringing some of that with it, where that's really yeah. what it's going to have to be, is that you, we're going to be facing and saying, well, this is my thought. These are my feelings on that. And if nothing else, being heard, even if it doesn't yeah. pan out to be what we want. But standing in our truth is going to be, really pulled and drawn to that. That's what I'm hearing. Well, and, and I'm not going to have time to go deep into this, but we do enter fully into the age of Aquarius by the end of this year. And the, the Aquarius um, is an interesting energy because it it likes space. It's not necessarily all kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy, right? I'm, I'm that girl. Hug, hug. <laughs> I'm okay, missing my hugs right now. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not an Aquarius. But the energy also uh, brings to the forefront how important each one of us is. And it wants us to work together. Right? So that is where we're headed. It's more about the people. What do the people want? As opposed to one or two people way up there at the top. You see, we're having a shift. We're having mm-hmm. a shift of, of who's in charge. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now I heard that clink in you. I felt that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, it's an an awakening. It's an evolution of consciousness. Yeah. Who are we? Why are we here? Yeah. Go ahead. It's so funny when you said, now, this is years ago. Remember the song, This is the Age of Aquarius? (laughs) I love that song. Yeah. Me too, me too. And so when you say we're going fully into Aquarius, I don't know why, but I thought when that song came out only because of the song, because of no other reason, but because of the song, I thought during that period we were in the age of Aquarius. But you're saying that we're we're going into that now. Yeah. It, it, none of these things are a light switch on the wall. Right? Uh-huh. So that song did herald the beginning of the transition into the age of Aquarius, but we are now moved there, right? So when you look at the sky and you think, okay, everything has to go there, you know, it's just, (laughs) I'm not going to say it's one star at a time. It's not quite like that. But there is some back and forward movement of things before we actually get there. There are those signs and symbols. There's signs that it's coming. Change is coming. You know, um, my my grandmother must be think she must be hanging around. I'm thinking about her. Um, she I remember one day because she lived on a farm in Eastern Oregon, and she came out one day and we we're out playing and it was sunny. And she goes, "Okay, kids, you better come in. There's going to be a big storm." And we all looked at the sky and thought, "What is she talking about?" And within 15 20 minutes, there was a massive thunder and lightning storm. The clouds just came. And I remember asking her, I was little, and I said, how did you know? She goes, oh, I could feel it coming. I felt mm. it. <laughs> Barometric pressure, right? Mm-hmm. 
and she lived there, so she knew what she was looking for. So that's all that is. You know, we've got something coming. If people are quiet, if they get quiet within themselves, everybody knows. They're like, Loretta, something's coming. When is it going to get here? And I said, well, it's here. It is here now. So let's talk just briefly about uh, the super new moon on October 16th, which is just a few days away. And this will be a very close super new moon. And a new moon is where the the moon has the veil over her face. So it will be dark. You won't see it. (laughs) But you might feel it because it is in the sign of Libra. And Libra is all about balance. Now, we may be feeling really out of balance. We might be some days good and some days bad. But this new moon, new moons are a great time to set a new intention for what it is that you want to bring into your life. And so it might take some creativity or some counseling for you to think of new ways to approach your life and the changes that you would like to have in your life. What did she say? Changes I would like to have? Yes, I did say that. There is, like I said, no going back to the way that things were. Not exactly, you know. So if we're not going to exactly go back to what we want, the big question that I have people ask themselves all the time is, then what world do I want to step into? You know, Gandhi said, be the change you'd like to see in the world. And so this new moon is asking us to feel more aligned and more at one with ourselves. It's like know who you are. Get in contact with it. And if you're a good person, say, you know what? I'm a good person. If you're an angry person, say, ooh, I'm an angry person. Maybe I need to go get some help with that, right? It's also asking us to merge with the flow and rhythm of the universe. And I think of that like dancing with it. It wants us to flow with the rhythm of the universe so we can unlock the field of possibilities that rest within each one of us. So if the universe is changing, it will actually work in our favor to get on board with that energy of change and realize it is here rather than fighting it, you see. Now it becomes an opportunity rather than an obstacle. That. And I just wanted to speak to that for one moment because this is so true. In in for those of us who, I say us, people like myself, who, you know, I I I believe in if there is something like I mentioned that feeling I got in my stomach, taking a moment, becoming aware of it, honoring myself there, but making the decision to really uh, not resist anything because you guys remember and I'm going back, but uh, there used to be all these ads on television, resistance exercise builds muscle strength, right? And that's exactly what Mm -hmm. happens when we resist that, which we don't think is favorable. I say it that way. We don't perceive it as favorable. We'll start to resist it. And that just builds the muscle. And so more of that, which we're trying to resist, draws to us. So getting to this place of acceptance and flowing and knowing that um, these are, there are some tools that you can do to assist yourself during this season so that you grow with it. Because the season is, everything you're saying here, and I'm taking notes, points to, in my mind, that change is coming, change is happening, and that my best position is to embrace the change. Don't fight it, mm-hmm. don't resist it. Embrace the change because I, 
I choose to believe that on the other side of this, it's beautiful. And we're not victims. We're not victims of the change. You know, we are powerful creators and co-creators. We are the children of God. And it sounds lofty to say that, but that's but we are. So it doesn't do us good to play small, right? And at the same time, you know, like if you're a, a cancer, the, the crab, you're not, you're not supposed to put your armor on and go out there on the front lines. You see, we have to be true to ourselves as well as understanding that we don't need to be victims. We're not powerless. That's yeah. a beautiful way of saying it. We are not powerless. We have power over our response. We have power over our actions. We have the ability to really take this and oh, you're talking about change. I think this is this is so I live in you know mid Atlantic region and it's autumn here and the the seasons it's doing just this. Change is coming. So we're in flow. We're in flow and we know yeah. that in, yeah. I'm a person I love summer, right? But as we transition away from summer solidly into fall and transitioning transitioning into winter, we see change. Change is yeah. happening. And what we know, and this is why I'm filled with optimism, what I know from years of life experience is that even with the worst snow and ice storms, whatever happens, this this pathway leads back to something that I really crave and enjoy, and that is spring mm-hmm. and summer, right? Mm-hmm. And so the same mm-hmm. thing with our life. So instead of sitting around and embracing and, and, and resisting it and saying, oh my gosh, I just can't tolerate snow, I just can't tolerate losing the leaves, finding, finding the, the beauty and the strength in there will go a long way to being, you know, I have to say it, guys, to building towards and moving towards your next level of greatness. Because, yeah. Loretta, everything, I'm, I'm I'm writing these notes, and what I'm getting here is that we're, we're almost, it's almost as though it's a loving mother opening the door and saying, this is where your greatness is. Yeah. You're going to put that backpack out on, and you're going to, you know, class, yeah. camp, whatever it is, you're going, tears, kicking and screaming but i know this is good for you yeah this is everyday peace it has been a pleasure we went up to the very and i still got more to say guys we'll have to have you back (laughs) everyday peace with dr drayvon james know that i absolutely love you i am so grateful to each and one of our listeners for being an everyday peacemaker loretta you are the best thank you honey bless you Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.